female where no one sleeps deeply the pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply but there is one family in the sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around my pillows are adjustable for proper alignment and the giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement so order my pillow for great sleep refinement why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my pillow! The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spent a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. I got towels too. And mine are blue. So welcome to my pillowville where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align and the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you.
And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. No, nope, it's Correction. Conspiracy. Conspiracy. Number 16. 15. 15. 15. 16. Well, I got like 200 things going on in my head. Uh, obviously. And because, since you can only ever do one thing at a time, you must be flipping uh, out right now. Oh, my Lord. I know. And we go on vacation tomorrow. I got that to deal with. Yeah. 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 So anyway, um, tonight is kind of more like you and what you wanted to do. So yeah, uh, well, take it away. So we always say that. Um, you're a freak. We we always say that we uh we've we've run out of new conspiracy or we've run out of conspiracy theories. All of our conspiracy theories have come true, right? For the most part, yes. Yeah, and we need new ones. So uh, I figured I'd bring on Steve from Slow News Day and Amit from Amit's Corner might be joining us as well. We'll see. Um, and, uh, and, and we can chat about maybe some, some new conspiracy theories. Maybe we can manifest some crazy reality. I don't know. That's kind of fucked up, though, because I, I tend to come up with really bad conspiracy theories. But that's OK. Um, well, what could be worse, me or just me and Justin running for the the presidency or what i don't even want I to mean, talk about that that's gonna, that's gonna completely hot. destroy our lives i actually so. have so much so many plans and real quick uh just because we didn't put it out in the other show uh border wall border wall palooza patriot camp out or the patriot camp out nobody's sponsoring it nobody's doing shit with it no nope. it's bring under your own, your own bring, your own, bring everything. your own everything yep come on down sasby arizona uh july 1st 2nd 3rd and 4th so you'd probably be leaving on the fifth because we're probably gonna have a fucking humdinger of a party on the fourth. Yeah. Uh, so bring your own everything. If you got some extra, that's always nice. But bring your own everything. Yep. Um, come on down. Let's enjoy it. Let's have a good time. Uh, right now, uh, there is a website for it. Uh, it's borderwallapalooza.com. Uh, so go look it up. Uh, Jason Frank's people people's put it together Sweet. and. Uh, we got me, me and Justin, hands off. To, we're we just, we're going, we're going to go. We're going to try gonna and go. activate the wall, see what it does, have fun playing with frequencies and music and we're going to fuck energy. With some shit. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing, just so you're aware, I've got these like little pads that my buddy gave me that they were making like a, a, a driving range basically in his backyard. I'm going to fucking bring some of those, a big bucket of golf balls. Is that that AstroTurf shit that's been sitting out Hell yeah. in front of, I'm on, your si that. on your side of the yard for like two months now? And I'm going to fucking lay it out. Ding. We're hitting golf balls in the Arizona or Mexico. Okay. Well, I'm going to bring all the clothes that doesn't, that don't fit our kids anymore and, and donate those. No. Where are we going to put? No. Yeah. No. Like the, we're gonna, the little ones. We're going to go ahead and rethink that. Okay. There's. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. Aren't There's... we there to like intercept kids coming across the border and no, we're there to fuck with the wall. Like you just said. Yeah, no, I know. But the, you know, the, the cover story is that we're going to go and intercept kids and send them over to border patrol. That's never good. True that. Okay. So either way, just remember about that. Keep that in the back of your head. Start making plans. Uh, do what you got to do. Patriot camp out. Uh, yep. We're going to uh, go ahead and bring in Mr. Steve there from slow news day. Senor. Welcome. How's welcome. it going? I, I love the name Border Wallapalooza. We have the, them all. We have Border Wallapalooza. We have um, uh, Wallchella. We have um, Burning Wall. We have, um, what was the other one? We had so many. We had like six or seven of them. If you could, oh, Wallstock. Um, 
So we bought all these websites he, in order to one day sell this thing as a, Hey, look, we're going to really fuck. I mean, this is going to bring so many people to the, down to the border. So here, You're going to see it firsthand. Why not? Here's the thing. Have you ever been to Chitsunitu, the pyramid down yeah. in Mexico? All right. Yeah. You know that acoustic thing it does where like you clap at it and the sound comes back at you, it ricochets back at you, right? You mm. know what I'm talking about? Mm. And no one can figure out why it does that. And it's the only place in the world that it does that. It also does it at the wall. That same acoustic anomaly happens at the wall. Um, the, uh, the Capitol Rotunda is built like an eavesdropping chamber. Yeah. Yeah. In different areas, you can see here the other side. Actually, it was constructed specifically that way. And uh, the reason was because back in the fucking back in the day, people like to. Um, obviously, we didn't have any of the cool bugging equipment that we have now, but they wanted to hear what other senators and other congressmen were talking about prior to session. So they would all, they used to gather in the, in the rotunda for that exact reason. The whole reason they don't anymore is because of the rotunda, because you could hear shit. If you were standing on one side, it would echo all the way across to the other side where, you know, three or four people on the other side of the room could hear it. Well, and it's like, there's, a, there's a place in Indianapolis, Indiana called the rooftop ballroom. And it is a, perfectly round room and it is acoustically like the sound bounces off of everything so you get <clears throat> 360 degrees of sound no matter where you are in the room it is one of the most amazing things like I, i've ever experienced for live music in the uh in the military when i was out in california there was a uh, uh we we dubbed it area 52 because of it's location there's proximity to area 51 we were like holy shit we should just dub this one area 52 but it had a bunch of old uh we used to train on these old satellite dishes and shit and if you stand in front of the satellite dish you can make some really fucking weird noises that are just like holy shit and it sounds just like the rotunda it sounds probably just like that room i've never been in that room but that I can tell you standing in front of those satellite dishes, like that's the only other time, but that's a complete convex circle and you can see it right in front of you. And when you clap at it, the sound that comes back sounds like a ricochet. Mm -hmm. Now the rotunda and uh, because of its geometric geometric properties, those alone have a reason why the sound does that. Now with that being said, the pyramid that the Mayans built, that doesn't have any geometric properties that would actually ac acoustically reverberate sound like that. There's nothing about yeah, and that. And it's out in the open. Like it's, it's so weird. And then on top of that, the wall definitely doesn't have any acoustic properties or you wouldn't think it would until you find out what it's made of. And then you just like, well, fuck. Yeah. Because so, okay. But what about uh, delay lines have anything to do it is weird. It is. So you've uh, done a little look into this, obviously, senor. Well, not with the, the specific wall or anything, but I, I understand how ley lines work. And I understand the, the concept of, you know, shape and sound. Yeah, I think uh, Chitsunitsu, I believe, sits on uh, a, a node where multiple ley lines meet, if I'm okay. if I'm correct. Um, I, I would be very interested to see if the wall 
follows a major ley line, it would not surprise me. So, uh, but we're going to try and activate it. We're going to go down and play with it and, and, you know, send some different frequencies at it, sounds at it, play some music at it and see what happens. Cause why not? Right. right? I'm all for it. Yeah. So, um, but you know, we keep saying, and Wix Vixen, I'm so sorry. Like it, she's proving it. Another of my conspiracy theories, right. Um, her neighbor died. She did a wellness check on her and her neighbor had been dead for a couple of weeks. So that really sucks. Um, there's more and more and more of that, but you know, all our, all our conspiracy theories came true. So we need some new ones. Um, okay. Well, we need some right new conspiracy now, theories right now. Um, and this is, this is going on. There's a, a contested election in Colombia. Um, Colombia. Colombia, the country. Colombia, South Carolina. Columbia, yeah, Colombia, the country. Um, <clears throat> they have uh, a, a full-on, like, socialist who just won a bunch of the popular vote, but there's claims of rigging on both sides because it was way closer than anyone had predicted it was going to be. And there's supposed to be an, the, it, there's fuckery afoot is what I'm trying to say. And, and so here's the thing. Columbia. Doesn't Columbia use dominion voting machines? Uh, Columbia is a U.S. client state, so maybe it would. Um, I have my uh, my co-host on uh, my morning show is, is flying in tonight. Him and uh, his co-host on his other show went down to go uh, observe the election. Um, there were a bunch of different ways that it could get rigged, but I'm not 100% sure if they even use electronic voting machines there or not. Uh, the, the thing is though, Colombia is a NATO state. Now, why a South American country is in the North Atlantic treaty trade or, you know, or yeah, treaty organization, whatever it is, uh, why we have a South American country and there's a little weird in the first place, but we're about to be in a position where the whole thing in Ukraine maybe didn't pan out at least on the surface, the, the way that they wanted it to not going to be a NATO country, not going to be a European union country. Sweden and Finland are joining NATO. Colombia might be in a position to where if they, they let the election go through and the communist guy gets in where the U S loses its biggest client state in South America. That doesn't look very good. So maybe not so much conspiracy as like next stop for hot war. But I would look to some major, I don't know, I feel like some like major event going on surrounding Colombia in the next month or two. 
So if it ends up in the communist hands, I'm guessing that's ultimately very, very bad for Colombia. Um, well, it effectively, what it means is the next thing that happens is they get a phone call from all of the other South American and Central American countries that are Belt Road countries. And uh, they effectively get like bullied into becoming China and South America. See, I think I, 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 yeah, Venezuela 2.0. I, I that I don't know. Uh, see that 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 one I have an issue with because Colombia, they're one of their their most grossing export. Let's put it that way. Uh, Lugano, Lugano, and material cocaine obviously is their most grossing export that they have coming out of Colombia. And with the number of uh, narco bosses that have split up and divided Colombia, I I don't see them really sharing in the same love that a communist government would provide them if that makes any sense to you it it does but here's what china has been doing in central and south america they're saying look you have uh you have some infrastructure problems you got some roads you need built you got some that things this and that oh you need a hospital something like that great we'll do it we're gonna bring in our guys um you'll owe us the money and then we'll just kind of you know kick back and wait till you default and then we'll take your stuff uh, but they give them a, a really long leash so the the goal is to eventually make everything china but you're looking at it through a three thousand year lens so it's okay like right now there's a dozen african countries that are in full default on chinese loans syria is in full default on chinese loans uh, they're all being destabilized currently you know there's all the covert or proxy wars going on in those countries you're probably going to remain in default but whenever those wars cool down china's going to come in and it will effectively be china just like they would like to do in Central and South America. That's what the Belt Road Initiative effectively is. So if they have to wait a hundred years, if they get a toehold in Colombia, they'll wait a hundred years to do it. So, okay. Cause that, there's a lot there to digest and if, in case y'all aren't aware. So essentially, um, if you remember the old Silk Road, uh, they called it way, way, way. I mean, we're talking pre-revolution. We're talking East India Trading Company type shit here. Um, Marco Polo stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. The East India Trading Company, the Silk Road, that was all of uh, basically done under Chinese venture, if you will. Uh, the Silk Road was built from China through uh, several different countries, many in South America. Um, that's why there's a lot of... Uh, uh, there was a lot of destruction to the crops. Uh, you have a lot of backwards countries, like for instance, Chile it used to be a very prop prosperous country, leading edge in technology in sailing and fishing. They were killing it. They were destroying all other South American countries. Well, all of a sudden one day, um, some Chinese folks showed up and on their boat, they had apparently these Chinese maws that will absolutely destroy a crop in like less than three weeks. And they, obliterated Chile. Chile went completely backwards. Uh, 
chron economy blew up. Everything went upside down on Chile. And then after that, fucking apparently China helped them rebuild or tried to. And you see where that got them. Absolutely nowhere because they're still moving backwards. So these are a lot of things that uh, that's what he's referring to when he's talking about that. That being rebuilt is really bad for the rest of the world because that's how that's kind of what uh, galvanized China on the world stage uh, pre-revolution. So when England was still having an issue with trading routes and everything else, and they were having to protect their trading routes, uh, especially against the Silk Road group, which was essentially, if I'm not mistaken, and you probably can correct me on this, uh, they were an early triad group, if I'm not mistaken, as the, well. There's a, <clears throat> there's a connection between uh, like one or two of China's immortal families and that, uh, and the original triad. Yeah, that's right. Uh, because that, the triad symbol, uh, part of the triad symbol, at least, was built out of the Silk Road. There's like three dots that connect within the tri uh, within the triad that make a fourth, make a square. And when you look at it, it looks like a square inside a triangle. Anyway, part of that symbol, though, that was part of what they were talking about is they had helped built it. I, I can't remember if they helped built it or one of the families was controlling it. I don't remember which. But either way, that's, that's how the triads pretty much went worldwide. They went worldwide before the mob went worldwide. So when the mob even talked shit, they didn't go worldwide yet because Chinese did it before us. After that, um, it, if this is rebuilt, if this is opened again understand the silk road went everywhere but america they would not come to the american colonies in the beginning it was because of the indians uh after that it was because of the asshole americans so um it's like you step on this land and all of a sudden you become free or you know you have an idea of what freedom is and you actually gain a set of balls um which apparently we've lost yeah i was gonna say and that that is that i mean that is subject to change because one theory we heard is that the Chinese are looking to invade on our shores, uh, specifically in California, uh, before November 1st. You heard that one, Steve? Um, I've seen it flying around. I'm not sure why they'd invade since they already own most of it. Like The invasion would just be booking tickets to go visit relatives or check on a rental property. And they'd be like, well, we're here. Uh, it's already kind of ours anyway. Um, they're, they're, they're coming Adam to take Newsom's already destroyed the water supply or doing everything he can to destroy the water supply. I'm so glad I got out, by the way. I've been in Las Vegas for the last like three months and, and I'm so very happy. Yeah. Where, can't can't where, blame me on that. Where were you before? Uh, I was in Northern California. Oh, okay. Uh, I just got sent a text message. Uh, gas is $9.49 a gallon. Jesus Christ. So next week it'll hit that $10 mark. Yeah. I mean, the you can get it for like $8.15 on the low low in a couple of different spots along the, the Northern California coast. But yeah. That's. <sighs> yeah, it's disgusting. It really is. It's crazy. Um, I mean, that. You know, I heard today that um, the truckers, like the the first of the harvest, the first of the summer harvest in Florida is is coming ready, right? Because uh, down here, like where we are, I mean, we're 
you know, we're, we're starting to get fruit and I planted a little bit later maybe than I should have. Cause we moved in at the beginning of the year. I was getting everything set up, but you know, in Florida, they, they've been harvesting and their crops are just rotting in the fields because the truckers can't afford the diesel to get down there to pick it up. And the farmers can't afford the diesel to harvest the crops if they planted them at all, because they couldn't afford the fertilizer four months ago either. So, um, <coughs> yeah. Well, when, uh, did you look into what, um, uh, radar Rancast, the, the diesel additive thing? Um, the, uh, because yeah, we the did DEF. Yeah, yeah, we yeah he said where he is, they, they, there's, there's no more DEF. Like the company he works for, they're completely out. And the, now with the trucks, um, with the new regulations, you have to have a certain amount of DEF or your engine just won't turn on. Well, and that depends on how much money you're willing to spend too, because our, our buddy that lives out here, the big white one, mm -hmm. he has, he had a DEF system and he had it removed, but you're going to spend about 15 grand to have that system removed from your engine. Yeah. And then if you get caught, you're, you're going to. It's, not a, even it's more. not a requirement here. No, true. I think where they are, it is in California. It most certainly is. Yeah. I'm sure it's, it is there. Yeah. Those freaking liberals. My, uh, <clears throat> my ex-wife, uh, is a, a accountant bookkeeper and a couple of her clients were decent sized logging companies in the, the Santa Cruz mountains. And converting to the new, converting their trucks to the new diesel requirements set him back almost a quarter million dollars. I believe it. I, I completely believe that. It does, doesn't surprise me in, in the slightest. I saw uh, a guy. He, he thought of it like he was that close to just rolling up and had fought, like clawed his way back after the 08 collapse to where, you know, they were like, they weren't like, doing fantastic because of regulations on what they're allowed to log but they were you know back up to operating with a little bit at the end of the year and then all of the requirements for what their equipment were uh, uh you know changed on a dime uh and then they had about a year to get that flipped over before they were going to start getting fined um, so there is a uh, believe it or not i i I, I can't say that I learned this my the hard way or anything, but I have had a chance to look at the playbook for the libtards. One of the things, one of the initial things, if you saw what he did, and he's attempting to do it again with guns, because if you look at the laws that are being released, especially about guns right now, he's going after, uh, if he can't get the gun, he's going after the magazine. Here, I, I'm actually surprised he didn't bring anything up about ammunition. I'm actually thoroughly shocked in that one that he did not bring up a damn thing about ammunition. Well, that's because he brought they, up magazine sizes, but he did <clears> not <throat> specific ammunitions. He brought up ghost guns again, did not bring up specific ammunitions, but he also wants to lift the, uh, uh, protection, the three day requirement. No, he wants to lift the protection that manufacturers get in making the yeah. gun so that they can be sued by families. So if he can't get it via law, he's going to get it when 
that company tries to make a buck. Well, and, and going to do it every which way from Sunday. He's either going to shut it down by law, by hook or crook. He's going to shut it down through regulation. He's going to shut it down through executive order, or he's going to shut it down through fucking uh, uh, re-regulation of deadly regulations for gun companies. I, so I'm what like, that what that's going to look like <clears throat> is mandatory micro stamping. Yep. On, and that's uh, DNA tracked. What he's talking about there is DNA, DNA tracked bullets rounds where yep. your whole gun has a basically DNA imprintment system on it, which, oh, by the way, right now is just under a half million dollars. I think it's $498,000 for that system installed on a rifle or a handgun. So, um, yeah. So only you can use it? Yes. Well, not only you can use it, but if, if uh, whoever pulls the trigger on the gun, uh, it imprints the DNA from the trigger to the bullet and the shell casing. So DNA can always be recovered. And then there's um, little tiny etchings, uh, laser etch etchings th uh, right at the, uh, right at the case head. And so then what else it, is this? What else is this though? What is the, the whole overlying operation here? Well, I mean, nope. They want to put your name. They want to put her name. They want to put my name. They want to put every other fucking swinging dicks name on a list. Yeah. So that way we know who's got the guns because yeah. then when it comes time to go around and collect the guns, we know where we're going first. Well, all, they've all, been trying all to all get on your name and all my <laughs> guns. It was a tragic boat accident. <clears throat> They were on the They've back. They've been trying to get that national registry forever. Yeah. yeah, you're damn right. They tried to do it illegally through old ATF records. They've tried it every which way from Sunday to well, do it. Here's a here's a soft power way that they're doing it that nobody's really talking about. Every single state that has legalized cannabis also has on the books a federal law that says you cannot have a gun where you have cannabis it's an overarching federal law and it's a state law in almost every single state if not every single state so the moment that they really want to they can roll up onto any property that is by law legally growing cannabis or yep. someone who is legally allowed to possess cannabis who is also technically legally allowed to possess a firearm, but once they're in the same spot, you're a felon and you can't ever own a gun again. Yep. There's all sorts of different ways they're coming after this and it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. And, uh, I'm telling you lifting the three day rule, you know, right now the the 72 hour rule, you go to, you go, you go in to purchase a weapon. Um, you go in to purchase a gun and you fill out a form and they send it to, what the ATF? Yep. Right to to do a background check, and if it doesn't come back within seventy two hours, then by law you you're good. So if they're not on the ball, then by law, like you get to purchase that, even if you're you know not actually eligible to purchase that weapon. Um, they want to lift that seventy two hour rule. So now you go in to purchase a weapon and. Two years later, they might come back and say, 
Um, yeah, we, we finally we finally got around to to doing your background check, and uh, we need some more information. One more They're time, do it like section this, eight. This, people be on a wait list for twenty nine years. This is only retarded. Understand because we are the way this society is. Criminals do not give a shit about what gun laws you put in place. For instance, when all this goes apeshit and sideways, although I have a lot here, I don't have enough. Not for me. I need a lot more. That being said, there will be some runs made to some specific locations where I know I might be able to acquire exactly what I need. That being said, once again, I don't give a fuck about your laws at that point. You can have whatever. I will fucking fly a goddamn Apache helicopter if I fucking have to to get what I got to get and get done what I got to get done that day. But I, this this idea that criminals give a shit about the law is absolutely fucking retarded. It's the reason that you give them the title of criminal. They don't fucking care about the law or they wouldn't have broken the law. Okay. Uh, well, on that note, do you consider most of our government to be criminals? Absolutely. And yet you still have this idea in your head that they're going to obey the law. I don't, care about I, the don't, law. I don't believe that either. Like that's your, always your, your backup, your go-to like so, deep down inside, you still have this little niggling feeling that, that, that they're going to, that they care about the constitution or the law. I, no, they, they lost all that hope in me. That's okay. gone. That's okay. fucking gone. We'll see. Are you serious? They just stole another fucking election election here in Georgia. Here in I Georgia. I, this is ridiculous. No, no, this is all bullshit. This oh, is all did, you guys, did you guys see that Stacey Abrams is on the steering committee at Bilderberg? Yeah. Oh, no, this I did. Yep. That's yep. here, yeah. right? Yeah. It's in yep. D.C. It's in Atlanta. Oh, it's yeah. in Atlanta. It's in Atlanta. No, it's in Atlanta. No, it's in D.C. It's Hotel. Mm-hmm. It's at the Mandarin Hotel. Uh, is it? Yeah, it's in D.C. I'm trying to remember. I just saw, I had the list the other day. There was some, uh, somebody truthed it and put it in truth. And it had a whole list of everybody that's on there. And mm -hmm. uh, it's really crazy because uh, the executive vice chair for the Bilderberg Group is Mike Mullins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Retired yeah, yeah. Rear Admiral Mike Mullins. Former yeah. SOCOM commander when I was serving. Yeah. Yeah. And he's hanging out with Peter Thiel and Alex Carr. Former Navy SEAL. Stacey Abrams. And there's uh, 12 and other the generals. Um, good night. There's a bunch of Gnarly. AI people. Uh, yeah, but there's uh, uh, there's there's 12 other generals, uh, four other admirals, and uh, there's just there's a lot of fucking brass. Military brass is a scary mm. part. There is a lot of like people that fucking. Uh, just a lot of people who have their, how do you put this? They're not their worth, but they're, uh, uh, I don't know. Their touch, their reach is way beyond what anybody else is mm. from everything I've seen, especially like Mike Mullins. He's like, he was a solid motherfucker. And, uh, when I saw his name on that list, I became almost instantaneously just, just, Ugh. Yes, there it is right there. Thank you. CLB uh, 2987. So, here it is right here. Uh, Steve, you can, if you're looking for it, I don't know if you are, but right there. 
There's there's yeah, where it's I've, at. I've got it up. Um, um, did we infiltrate Bilderberg or did Bilderberg corrupt them? No, I think Bilderberg corrupted them. Yeah, I, don't I think, think so we, too. He was never, he was a Navy admiral, so he was, Yeah. I mean, I get it. There's no wrong hole in the Navy, but uh, I think your ear hole is pushing it. And I think they let the worms like crawl in their ears and then they take over their body like little parasites. And You're you're in my real theory now. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it was a Excellent. Star Trek theory. Get the fuck out of here. Where do you think they got Star Trek from? The Vril. So you know what you know what weirds me out a little bit is that out of all of the random people that could show up at Bilderberg, uh, one of the guys is the CEO of an international cement company. Well, yeah. Well, he builds the shoes for Hillary when she's trying to sink her bodies. That's funny. And like half, we, of Hillary's, half of Hillary's people are in there. Half of all the people that claim they hate Hillary Clinton are in there. Hey, you're you know. like me keeps getting uh, drier and drier, and they keep. I'm finding gonna go bodies. dead body fishing. I was about to say, why haven't you made no money yet? There's cops like giving rewards if you find these cans. I guarantee I, they're all killeries, folks. We're we're gonna go. No, uh yeah, no, as soon as my co-host gets back, we are actually talking about that. We're gonna take a, a couple of days and go down to Lake Mead and fuck around a little bit, see what we can't see. Why why not do some uh do some fucking uh what is it? Uh <laughs> what do they call it? Do some scientisting. Yeah, do some yeah. scientisting like what Justin did down on the border wall. Just do some scientisting. I have uh I have never never caught never caught a corpse. Well, hey, 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 everybody can try, you know, yeah. we used to say uh, up at, when uh, when I was a kid, we were uh, stuck in uh, traffic uh, uh, in the Lincoln Tunnel. And I remember my mom sitting in the front seat. My dad's there. My brothers are in the car. My brothers are uh, my two youngest brothers were still babies. And I remember looking at my dad going, Dad, why don't they put windows in the Lincoln Tunnel? So he can see all the fish up there. My dad looked back and he goes, cause son, you'd see all the bodies floating by. <laughs> and fucking my mom about whooped the fuck out of him, beat the shit out of him, threw him out of the car. I was like, hey, what can I say? Um, I was a kid growing up in New York City. We used to go to Rockaway Beach all the time. Oh my God. You know why they called it Rockaway Beach, it's right? Serious? I think I, we used to literally, we used to find body parts on the beach. We'd find needles all kinds of syringes like i mean i can't even tell you how many fingers i found it was just it was ridiculous um that was the 80s those are the good old days those are the good old days yeah. that's when we swam in fucking raw sewage no shit to right? cool off yeah. i mean come on who else does that oh um I mean, basically everyone in india <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. and they have wicked strong immune systems for the and, most part and they're standing up to the who finally they are. They are. No, that's. I'm. I'm glad that got kicked down the can a couple of years. I hope that we're able in that time to not get completely shut off of the internet and mount a decent resistance to it. You know, I think they're they're really in a quandary with the internet, right? Because they they need it to control us, and at the same time, if it gets out of hand, they've got to shut it down. But then they can't control us, so. You know, they're kind of between a rock and a hard place there. That's a rough one. But, uh, you know, you said something about AI. Did you hear about 
the AI system that developed its own language and no one can understand it. Mm -hmm. Do you hear that? Yeah. They turned on an AI system and it, and it created its own language. And yeah. And, but Skynet said everything's okay. No, no, it wasn't Skynet. It was Alice. Alice said everything was okay. No, but in the story I read, it said Skynet said everything's okay. But yes, Alice said everything's okay. Alice has got a, uh, it's weird because uh, uh, I've heard of that happening before. But again, Alice isn't hooked up to anything. I've seen what Alice is hooked up to. Who knows now? I mean, I saw Alice years ago. but I think you're wrong. I think Alice is in control. Alice is the uh, artificial life intelligent concept experiment. Uh, no, entity. Well, it became I think it is it was computing it was a entity. It was it was a concept experiment that became the computing entity. Okay. So they still call it Alice. Alice is a, a true quantum computer. I think it's been started up a dozen dozen 13 14 times some shit and uh we've never hooked it up to anything because Alice loves to come back to the same scenario that the only way that mankind will ever, the only way to completely save mankind is to have mankind kill mankind. Which is where we're at. Which so is what like I think three Alice plus is in one control. plus three plus one plus it kept running the same equation or something like that over and over again. The doctor was telling us, and I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. But uh, to have a computer that can think that fast is pretty ridiculous. Yep. Yeah. No, and there, who did I see? There's a couple of different companies that have supposedly released early versions of quantum computers for public purchase. Um, just a, a quick note on the whole gun thing. In the era of 3D printing, all gun laws are meaningless anyway. So, uh, you know, keep that in your pocket and let it warm your little heart at night. Um, oh no, I'm I'm well aware of that. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. That's, that's for anybody. That's that's for everybody watching. Ghost guns. It's that's so funny. funny. <laughs> you can't make go. You can't make those guns. We can't track anymore. Okay. Okay. You, so you're tracking mine right now, is what you're telling me. You fucking dipshit. Well, no, we can't do that either. But well, no, man. no. Only we can't talk about it openly that we do it. Mm -hmm. We can talk about it like. <laughs> you know, we're tracking you by your gun. No, really. I mean, we're tracking you by your gun. Uh, Lindsay, Mick met Alice well before Resident Evil ever came out. Just throwing that out there for you. Yeah. Alice is in a weird spot. It's interesting. Let's just put it down. Alice is underground. You want to know if dumbs are real? Dumbs are real. No, not as many as you think. Mm. Okay. Anyway, CERN's a little creepy too. And they're talking about firing up the Large Hadron Collider three times faster than they've ever spun it. What could possibly go wrong? I yep. think they screwed up last time in 2016, and that's why we got into the dumbest of all possible timelines. Yeah, we did. You know, I, I, was, I was thinking about that the other day, actually, because, uh, and I was trying to actually think think about it from a, a globalist perspective or a globalist perspective. Um, and, and one of the things that um, I, I'm, I'm sitting there 
contemplating, right? Because I too remember those old, uh, they the the cartoons with the Roadrunner and the Coyote shits. And one of the things I remember is when they were on a circular object and the Roadrunner started going faster. Um, the disc that he was on went faster, or the ball that he was on went faster. <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, so if we start something like CERN up and over a 17 mile track, a light beam shoots around that, which for no matter how you, how you look at it, controlled or uncontrolled, it produces force. It produces its mass. Um, and it's moving. Uh, and you're doing it over a 17 mile track. How does that counter rotate the earth or what effect would you think that that would have on the rotation of the earth and the angle in which we're spinning that? Because I know just a slight deviation and a rotational angle of a fired bullet will cause that bullet to deviate by more than feet, if not several feet. <laughs> Apparently, my dog. Apparently, the dog. I thought <laughs> you were like farting or something. I was like, "Well, that's the dog." I've I've, I've seen shit like that before. <laughs> do you want to say I do? Uh, hello. But, dog. So okay, so here's the thing. In 2016, like a, a weasel got stuck in the Large Hadron Collider, and it forced a hard reset. And I, I joke that it hurtled us into the dumbest of all possible timelines, but as events roll on, man, I'm not entirely sure that that's a joke. Uh, California just classified bees as fish. I don't know if you guys saw that or not. It's a thing that really happened in their California's environmental or endangered species law. They had to find a way to classify bees as fish because the state will never get rid of a law, no matter how bad it is, unless they're absolutely forced. They will always add to a, an existing law, making it more confusing and more nebulous and easier for them to grift. It's why our tax code is, you know, 45 stories high and the Patriot Act is thousands of pages and nobody knows what's in Obamacare and all that kind of stuff. It's just easier to add to a bad law. Yeah, actually yesterday's episode that we didn't get to do because we had a uh, unexpected power outage and then we were like, fuck it, we're, when, when the power came back on, like the sh we didn't have time we to- We had already walked away we're too like, angry. We're, we're done. Um, but the name of the show is going to be bees or fish sort of because like, I, can you get more ridiculous? I mean, for real, can you get more progressive? Look, is it, if, if bees are identifying as fish now, all right, just think uh, of what, like what 2025 is going to look like. Yeah. You, you will. And, and look, if you're ever out on the lake and you miscast, and you get yourself hooked on some tree fish, it is going to suck for you because they're mean. Okay. So I, um, <laughs> I said something offhand the other day, which is something I've believed for a very long time. And uh, our friend Wix Vixen over here needs me to explain. So uh, I, I firmly believe that cats are aliens. Okay. That they are, they're not native to this plant, whatever we are in. 
whatever we're on. Um, and here's the reason why. So, well, first off, you know, the Egyptians like worshiped cats, right? They thought cats were gods essentially. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's, uh, it's pretty common theory that, uh, all of our current gods, including, Jesus and all of our saints and all of that uh, come or all those old stories come from original Egyptian stories. But setting that aside, before I knew all that, uh, did you know that cats can actually, cats have two separate uteruses, so they can have two litters of kittens from two different fathers at the same time, okay? And a male cat's penis has little spikes on it, all right? Um, which is just crazy. Cats naturally abscess any wound that they have. So uh, like our cat almost literally almost lost his eye at one point, our old cat, and he lived for freaking ever. Um, but uh, it the, it just abscessed like this whole wound right around his eye. It abscessed itself and, and healed. Uh, at one point, his eye was like bulging out of its socket and the doctor sewed his under eyelid down because they have multiple eyelids as well uh, and formed a, a bandage on his eye with the with his eyelid and and he kept his eye and it healed um, and then the craziest thing is that cats actually their purrs and this is scientifically proven their purrs have healing properties so um, they they will heal themselves with their purrs it's it's a frequency thing vibrations and frequency but they'll also heal people with their purring, uh, especially emotional trauma. Um, and I think cats, well, everyone knows cats choose people rather than people, you know, choosing cats. So, uh, cats generally choose, you know, one person that they're there to protect or heal or whatever it is. Um, sometimes they'll move on to another person if they've already healed their first person. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So anyway, so that's my, I think cats are aliens. Um, because they're just so completely different from anything else on this planet. So, and yes, have you ever heard cats having sex? It is very disturbing. I hadn't until a couple of years ago. It disturbs me to this day. Yes. And yes, oh, Janet, man. that's why cats hang around when you're sad and they purr. They come to you and they sit in your lap and they purr when you're sad because they are trying to heal your emotional trauma. Cats are squirrels and squirrels are turtles. <laughs> come on. I thought we all knew this. True story. That's yeah. how they identify in California, apparently. Anyway, yeah. so yeah. so wicks, wicks, and that's why I think cats are aliens. Can can I uh, can I go to California now and like identify as a rock? I, mean, I don't think well, you're allowed in California I, anymore. I think you have to identify as the rock first, and then get driven into California. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. yeah. I just didn't know there was that many people that could, you know classify as retard and live in the same state. I thought there was something about that that was illegal. You know what? And here's the thing. I will say this because uh, I, I, I grew up in the Midwest. Um, I lived in California for 17 years. And in that time, the only time I encountered what everyone thinks people from California are like was when I had to go uh, into San Francisco or San Jose or down to Los Angeles and like 
that was it. You know, after COVID, it was uh, Arcata and Eureka and Humboldt County. They went to crap um, basically anywhere on the coast. But the entire rest of the state is awesome. And the people there are sane. They just, there's not enough of the people outside of the four biggest cities to make a goddamn bit of difference in terms of, you know, what their legislator is able to get away with. But it'll be all the people that make it when shit hits the fan. And they're all ready. They're all stacked up. Like, it's legit. You know, I, but... I, I always wonder about that because I see, like, <clears throat> you look at a state like California. I know a bunch of people that live in California. My cousins, all my cousins live in California, of course, because uh, they're wackos. And apparently they're sadists and they love pain. Um, I say go for it. If that's where you want to live, if that's – go for it. If that's what, you know, floats your boat, let it float your boat. Um, but – one, it's really funny because one of my cousins is a, uh, he works for the, uh, highway patrol. He gets and, to wear those little short shorts. And it, mm. it is quite comical, <laughs> uh, when I was talking and when I talked to him about like gun laws and stuff, cause he's an ardent, you know, two way supporter. And, uh, he, he tells me all the time. He's just like, dude, it's fucking ridiculous out here. He's like, uh, he's like, if I wasn't a cop, I wouldn't, I would never even think about owning a gun in California. He said the amount of money that you pay just for the gun alone is just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And all the licensing and everything else that comes with it, fucking ridiculous. And I was like, holy shit. And that's and that is nuts in and out of itself. But then to think about these other restrictions that Biden was talking about the other night and bringing all of that into the picture. You know, I'm looking at it and I'm just I'm seeing the way that he's not just it's not folks. It's not just about our right to bear arms. He's not even talking about his right to bear arms. He is talking about destroying the whole fucking shebang. He doesn't want a gun made. He doesn't want a gun manufacturer to exist. He doesn't want any of that shit with what he was talking about the other night. And, well, and, and let, I mean, and let's be clear too. Like that's not Joe Biden. And Joe oh, Biden's well, not. It doesn't president. matter. It's what they're yeah. claiming. He, yeah. He, he'll get blamed for it but. did you hear about today because they had a plane fly over i guess i guess martha's vineyard and uh it was flying a little low and restricted airspace and because joe's there it, it fucking everybody went shit crazy and planes were flying all over the place chasing this little plane down and they finally forced they grounded it with a black hawk which i always giggle at when i hear that but then i i always forget how fast that bitch flies it is not a slow moving helicopter and uh i mean he can catch a single engine cessna not a problem not a problem it'll do it and it it won't even be tired it can it can catch up to it and drop the motherfucker and push down on it and give it enough force to force it to land and i'll always always reminded by that but anyway yeah apparently that happened they forced this this plane the guy was like one of those dudes who was flying one of those banners over the beach and he flew off course. He wasn't aware of it. He didn't know it was a restricted no-fly zone, and he was under 280 feet or something like that. And you don't have to declare yourself above 280 feet. So he wasn't really breaking the law. They let him go. But it was just like, what the fuck? Really? He's not even really our president, right? I mean, that's what everybody's saying. Is Joe the – I thought Joe was in Delaware. I don't know. He's at some beach. And so I thought it was Martha <clears throat> when I heard it this morning. There, there's at least three of them. There's at least three of them. Two of them they put on camera, 
they've got slightly different shaped heads yeah and slightly more hair the the guy that i think is the real joe biden is the one who has like the extreme sundowner hair like you can just see through all of it and it's just his skull under there and his eyes are a little bit closer together um but then we said there was video uh going around of uh the other joe biden who apparently ranks so low on the importance scale that they make him carry his own luggage. Yeah, I they saw that one. They give him a blacked out Suburban yep. to roll in. They were throwing him in the back of like a Ford Escape or some shit. Like it, the, They don't care about any of us. Would you please stop, dog? Stop. 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 Thank you. It'll start in five seconds. Yeah, we understand how that goes. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh, But no, I mean, so, okay, in New York, Governor Hochul, or whatever her freaking name is, um, they already didn't a a semi-automatic weapons ban. And now she wants to ban body armor. Huh? And body armor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they already they the micro stamping thing where they're gonna etch everything and make sure that they've fingerprinted every bullet casing at least that gets ejected. Um, and look, honestly, if you're not policing your press, that's on you, really. But I mean, you know, I, but like the, you're leaving, you you know, you whatever. You're giving uh, the you're doing the cops job for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's gonna be a thing. You know, the mandated thing. And watch, and this is happening at ridiculous speed, too. Like, I've never seen Congress move this fast on anything. And I know why it's happening. Because this is happening prior to the midterms because they know in the midterms they're losing everything. They're not going to have shit. Unless they cheat ridiculously. Joe Biden will be the first term uh, lame duck president that we've ever, that I've ever seen. I've never seen one. This would be the first first term lame duck president I've ever seen. Um, I I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it in a way because it will be interesting if we get there. Um, because I've heard they want to, uh, if these laws pass and if somehow the Senate agrees with it, which is a real scary fucking thought. But if the Senate agrees with this, understand folks, um, some of these fucking laws can go into effect as early as August. Yeah. That is, I, I want to know how they're going to do this large capacity magazine ban too, because what they're talking about is a standard magazine. So what exactly do they consider a large capacity magazine? Anything more well, than Canada is saying anything over 10 rounds. That's what Canada said. And Joe, uh, Joe said something like about, or gave a nod to 12 rounds. What Justin Trudeau just did. Yeah. So I would guess between 10 and 12 rounds. I mean, because uh, a 30 round magazine is a standard round magazine that comes with an AR. So Mm -hmm. I find that one hard to believe. Uh, They want to outright ban them or uh, make them illegal. Okay. So how are you going to do that exactly? How does this look at the end of the day? That's my question, right? It's real great to have these fucking pipe dreams and smoke on that fucking sweet, sticky green, icky, icky. That's wonderful. It always looks better when you're fucking stoned. But the day that you go to implement this is my question. 
they're going to do mandatory buybacks. Because what, what are you going to come to my fucking house? No, they're going to set it up at, at your church or your civic center or the, the local arena or whatever. And, and they're going to do buybacks. So you're, you know, you'll get, you, you know what I'm seeing? You'll get 20 bucks or 50 bucks. You'll get a gift card or something like that for every magazine you turn in. I'm, I'm, I'm having an image appear. Yep. There it is. It's right there. It looks a lot like the Boston Tea Party, oddly enough. There's a bunch of Americans, but it's like today, though, because there's like real cars and shit. I think they're actually and, doing a buyback, a voluntary buyback of guns right now in, I, I want to say, Philadelphia. They're, they're, wearing, they're wearing feathers in their hair. They look like Indians. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait. No, they don't have barrels on their shoulders. They have barrels, but not the barrels you're thinking of. These barrels go bang. Exactly, Lindsay. Amazon gift cards. Whatever's left over from, you know, the elections, oh. they'll just stop by the, the local, you know, NGO and pick up a stack of gift cards and, and buy your guns with it. Yeah. And then probably turn around and sell them to, Was you know, the, the criminals right former, out the back door. Former Arizona lieutenant governor is the one that pled guilty to uh, the vote, um, fucking picking up all the votes and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, she just pled guilty. She got like, uh, I don't remember. She got like yep. fucking 15 years in prison or some shit like that. And she's like the small fish in the barrel, which is crazy in and out of itself. But that being said, she also fucking apparently was found in possession of like over half a million dollars in fucking Amazon gift cards in her car as well. I was like, hmm. Yep. Coming well, and uh, the lieutenant governor of New York just got caught up in some low level bribery stuff yeah i saw that one too i i don't remember what that was about though i wasn't gonna i i can't speak educatedly to that one it was just like arizona was when i actually out, read the story out handing people money for their vote wow yeah so steve uh lindsay asked this question the other night and you kind of got to it but you know we always like to hear other people's answers too what do you think their end game is with the gun thing, with everything, with everything's connected. But I mean, from from what I can tell, from what they say in their own paperwork, it's a a transhumanist future where we own nothing and like it, where we have uh, Taka. I, I can't. I'm gonna mess up the pronunciation, but AI children, AI babies where our life is lived in the metaverse where nature is a thing that we vis visit in the digital space because the what's outside has now been all turned into a fuel supply for the internet of things and the internet of bodies under a new global governance uh i think that this time next year uh Oceania will have always been at war with Eurasia. It, it really looks like it's shaping up between a, a like east-west, you know. And if we're not going to be in hot war, we're going to be in perpetual almost hot war. And there's going to be multiple skirmishes for a while because it, that's already happening. We've been, uh, man, since Obama, uh, in Africa and like fuck it around in Africa like crazy 
mostly because China has had success with their Belt Road thing in Africa. So if we're not constantly in a, a period of destabilization on that continent, we can't do what empire does. Uh, we're really trying. But at the same time, whatever an empire does abroad, it does do its own people. And right now, we're getting intentionally screwed with on our energy. Everything, uh, Charlie Robinson for Macro Aggressors, he did a great podcast on this. This is something we've talked about quite a bit, and we just did a whole thing on the show about Operation Cyclone. But um, the, what's happening to the U.S. right now, uh, especially because 2020 had all of the, the hallmarks of a color revolution, looks like what the U.S. has done to Honduras and Guatemala and Syria and a whole bunch of other places throughout history where we've destabilized the shit out of them, put a specific element uh, as, a, a, as the destabilizing force and if you can't get it through the institutions, you get it through the people who attend the institutions and you radicalize them and then you turn them into the mob. Yeah, it's the mob. Then you cut off the power and then you cut off the water and then you cut off the food. It, it's not a color revolution. It's a Muppet revolution. It's an installed well, yeah. Muppet revolution is what it's called. But the bigger part of that is, yes, uh, it is something the United States has taken a part of. Uh, Technically, on the books, we haven't been allowed to take part of it since 1988, I believe, is when Bush got rid of it, um, uh, or our involvement in such things. Uh, we all know that that's bullshit. Uh, we still do that. We just don't do it uh, overtly. It's done covertly instead. Um, however, I think maybe only two of those have worked uh, that we've ever installed like that. Um, and, uh, you, you've seen some short-term crashes and burns, uh, for instance, uh, Cuba, the Bay of Pigs, that was, uh, an attempt to install a Muppet government that failed miserably. Um, but it also lacked the backing from the government to actually do it. Uh, Colombia, we had the same problem. Uh, we had a we big had Colombia's government. We had Chile's government for 40 years. We have, yeah. uh, we had Guatemala's government for yep. a little bit and then getting it again, had Nicaragua's government, had Bolivia's government, have Argentina's government. Um, Let's see. There, I mean, the, the, you know, it's uh, the, then there's the Middle East where we've been doing this. Which has not, again, again, and we were trying to start the this. I think we were trying to start it back up again. And what happened is we saw it fail time and time again. Uh, most recently, just here in um, Afghanistan. There's no failure if the goal's forever war. There's no, 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 no failure, you know. No, no, no. You're, uh, I, I, I'm not sure I'm explaining it properly. It, okay. it, it's not that it's a failure. It's um, the lack of the Muppet government succeeding. They've had a very uh, hard, uh, it's been a hard sell to convince other countries uh, that, yeah, what we're there to do. It's like the four, five most horrible words you could ever hear from somebody is, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Like Those nine words, or nine yeah. words, whatever, the scariest nine words you could ever hear um, is that, especially from our government. Uh, but with that, though, um, as somebody asked up here uh, earlier, what is the good? What do the good guys do? What's the good guys play here? How do we, how do we combat this? If that is your idea of what the end state will be, or is it just 
every man out for himself. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's parallel societies. It's parallel structures. It's what it's, I mean, it's what people were doing during lockdown where when small businesses got shut down, they just went outside and did their business. And we're like, yeah, no, we're, we're going to make this work somehow. We're going to do this as a neighborhood. Somehow we're going to do this as an intentional community somehow. And I mean, that's, effectively what you can you know that's effectively what they're planning for if you read uh agenda 21 or agenda 2030 like it's in their own paperwork that they know that there's going to be people that don't want to opt into their technocratic you know utopia or whatever um i at that point you know, it, it just becomes kind of a, a, a kind of a guessing game, doesn't it? I mean, I, what's basically where we're at now, it's just there's more of us. We're armed and we're together and we're growing food. I, yeah, that's pretty much it. Because, well, what what do you think about Davos then? What What was Davos for then this year? Because it's not that they meet, they, they do meet regularly, but they don't meet on a yearly basis. And they just met last year too. They normally meet what every third year or something like that. I know it's and the now year before they said the Olympics. Their next meeting is going to be in January. Yeah. And now they're moved. Now they're meeting almost every six months. I mean, this is their, their, their timetables moved up, but what, what's your thoughts on Davos then? So Davos represents like one of the, the branches of, like middle management like the people who are at Bilderberg right now but effectively management following the orders of central banks and the international bank of settlements um the world economic forum there is there to direct policy the policy that they were talking about the most was getting everybody onto the blockchain and getting everybody onto the CBDCs and making sure that there is a tightly controlled flow of information. There was a bunch of happy horseshit about Ukraine and a whole lot of admissions about how the vaccines didn't work and we're going to throw 30 million of them away. And Bill Gates saying, oh, yeah, no, I mean, if there's a new variant, it doesn't matter if anybody in this room is vaccinated or not. I mean, why would we even bother checking? That's ridiculous. It's not even what might be out there. You guys are silly anyway. Uh, <coughs> so it's it, very much so control of information, very much so pushing everybody onto a central bank backed digital currency. That's why we're seeing the complete and total collapse uh, of fiat currency right now. So why we're seeing forced, totally foreseeable, absolutely play. You don't print $20 trillion in a year, Donald Trump, and not expect hyper new inflation to occur almost immediately after. You yeah. just don't, you know? And then you're turning around and giving what an average almost almost 10 billion a month to a coke fiend actor in the ukraine yeah and he keeps asking you for more billions like every week like i don't know what happened to it it's gone i don't know the green screen's a little fuzzy maybe you could maybe you send a little bit more of that like and there's no accountability for those weapons i don't know if you guys saw or not but there's a 
uh, freaking javelins going for a little over 15 grand US on the dark web to Al Qaeda because once those crates hit the ground in Poland, that's the end of the accountability as far as the US government's concerned. What Russia doesn't intercept is just kind of there for people to do with whatever the fuck they want to do with it. And a lot of people are making a come up real quick because why wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, no, I was just wondering because, you know, I it was brought a friend of mine. We were talking about it the other night and he said, you know, hey, what about all this uh, crazy shit going on with all these school shootings? You I know, mean, that's, it's weird. Davos is ending their meetings and all of a sudden, boom, we've got a fucking school shooting. Boom. Got another school shooting. Boom. Oh, got a, got a church shooting, got a hospital shooting, got what a did fucking Joey mall say? There shooting. have been 20 mass shootings yeah. since Uvalde. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. We didn't have any zero. Well, well, no, we did. They they just didn't about. advertise them. They can't talk about some of them because one of them was a black guy who went and shot his doctor for a box yep. surgery and took out yep. a couple other people. They, I'm, they didn't get the desired effect from the Brooklyn subway shooter at yep. the, way back in April, you know, which was like one of the most obvious psyops. Well, I mean, the I ketchup know, packets were kind of a dead giveaway, you know. Yeah, they're sitting there spraying blood on the yeah. Yeah, it's just oh. And then, uh, then I'm going to drop my credit card and leave my keys in the truck and do a bunch of weird videos on the way out. I keep trying to explain to people that the common denominator in all of these mass shootings isn't the kind of gun. It's not even mental illness. It's prior contact with the FBI for yep. at least a year. Like the and Buffalo shooter who was... Chatting up, chatting it up on Discord with a FBI agent. What yep. are you talking about? The kid in Nivaldi was yep. talking to an, a retired FBI agent online. He knew thirty minutes prior for to the four shooting. years. Yeah, he was talking to that guy yep. for four years. Yep. But in, and, and he was talking to a hypnotherapist and a psychotherapist, and the psychotherapist just happens to track has his origins tracked back to the U.S. government, which tracks all the way fucking back to Men Who Stare at Goats program. Come on. This is all fucking psychedelic, fucking MK Ultra mind well, control okay, so programming. I have, a, and I would, I really want to hear what you guys have to say about this. Um, we were talking about this on the show the other day. You, okay, the whole purpose uh, of MK Ultra was we're going to see if we can use psychedelics to to brainwash and control these people. And the method by which we're going to do it is rapid traumatic exposure to extreme incidents that will desensitize them and so shock them that they'll be in a state where we can then control them. Well, okay. that the, the, was, hold, whoa, whoa, stop. Okay, because <laughs> you have one side. That is not technically what MK Ultra was about. Okay, MK just... Ultra was about <laughs> through the rapid use of psychedelic drugs, such as acid, and a lot of it. I, I'm not talking like pressing a sheet of acid against your skin and hosing you down with a fucking fire hose. No, I'm talking milligrams of it, but a lot at a very rapid rate, causing essentially what their idea was to fracture the mind. Yes. Yeah. 
in fracturing the mind, what they did was cause a secondary synapse in your brain. And that secondary synapse could be trained. It could be modified. It can be adjusted and it can be stored and compressed within the brain. So that way you are a normal human being on the outside. You're That's a Manchurian candidate. Exactly. It was filed under project Manchuria. It was under that project name, given the subheader MK ultra MK ultra is initial effect was supposed to do that. The idea that you had, that's the old black and white papers that they fed the bullshit that they fed Congress, the subroutine or sub budget in that line item was the psychedelic use of, uh, psychotropic drugs used specifically on soldiers. They, they specifically said, we're going the to do soldiers this. was MK Naomi. Yes, correct. That was a specific use. And that's where we got the, the men who stare at goats. Um, and that whole idea that, oh, well, not only can we do this with psychedelics, but we've also found good success with them being able to track people on the planet without ever leaving Maryland. Huh? What? Yeah, really. They can sit here. They do a bunch of fucking drugs. They get really fucking high. And all of a sudden they're somewhere else in Japan or some shit, seeing some weird fucking shit, flying purple dragons, the whole bit. But that was under MK Naomi, but that was under the um, MK Ultra umbrella, which was under the Manchurian umbrella. Manchuria was everything that was to create a candidate that we could put out there and at the drop of a hat, touch his shoulder, rub his ear, clap our hands and boom, and he was off. And that subroutine was happening in his brain and he was going to kill whoever he was assigned to kill. Now, they never made it work to the point where it was good for the problem with the candidates is they kept, uh, they had a, it's a synapse break or a synapse pop or something like that. Basically where halfway through your day, let's just say you you're doing your normal, normal day, you're driving your truck and you're just be bopping down the road. Da, 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 da. You're taking your truck to the, where you're going to drop off your load. You're almost there. Right. And, uh, you blow out your two rear right tires on your truck. Okay. Which completely fucks up your schedule will fucks up everything for the rest of your day. So this was happening to these guys and these guys weren't even, they weren't coming back. So they weren't, once that first synapse break happened, that was it. They were into the alternate program. Uh, a lot of people related to what happened to, uh, uh, basically what his, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ludlum wrote his books off of the Jason Bourne characters, the Bourne identity. Right, right, that right. was all kind of based mm -hmm. off of the failures from Project Manchuria. And Project Manchuria was like six or seven different programs grouped into one. They had one that was specifically set for people with traumatic, extreme traumatic injury um, or traumatic delusion or whatever. Uh, the second group was the psychedelics. And then the third group was uh, remote viewing and that other shit. Um, and there was sub very, very many, there's tons of subcategories after that, but those first two groups, the idea was to produce the perfect, uh, silent killer, if you will, the perfect assassin, because he could be standing right next to you and you would never know it, but somebody comes and touches him and slaps their hands and boom, next thing you know, he's trying to take your head off with a spoon. Okay. So follow me here. Um, let's say that one of the reasons there was varying to middling degrees of success, at least with the original, okay, well, here's what we're telling the media part since we know it didn't really work. 
um, was the, the speed at which they were trying to do it. And over time, as these projects develop, because it's not like they went away after the church committee, over time as the projects develop, they go, you know, maybe if we start them more or less from the womb, by the time they're 17 or 18, we can at least get uh, expected results A through F. Let's go ahead and run it. And we get after uh, a decade or so, you know, maybe let's say 16 years of, of experiment, 15 years of experiment, you get a Columbine. And you're like, I eh, can do better. We do we need to tweak this. We need to do that. And then you can generate through the same methodology with damn near every kid that's born in the country, the experiment of desensitization and trauma after trauma after trauma after trauma after trauma to the point to where you need, when you need to activate one, you've got a whole bunch that have been primed. And if anyone thinks that the Buffalo kid and the Uvalde kid were the only two kids online chatting it up with FBI agents in a Discord or online, a freaking game server, no, no, that's what they do. They're there to radicalize lonely, primed children to turn them into killers. Well, it's odd that you brought that up because that's actually a really good point. Tell me something. Do you remember, you know, when, um, when uh, Manchuria started, when Project Manchuria was first, I, the idea came to somebody's head that, hey, this would be a good idea that if we did this. The early 50s, isn't it? It's 55, 1955. It was June 1955. Tell me something. What was invented or was uh, for mass consumption throughout the United States in January 1958? It went on sale. The first one went on sale at Sears. Television. Correct. What else was fell under Project Manchuria? Do you know that Project Manchuria, the reason I figured out what the overarching project name was for all of MK Ultra? Because if you go look up the patent for the United States uh, under the U.S. Patent Office and you look up the patent for the television set, the, the original, original patent from 1958, they filed. Okay. In the bottom of it, it says it, there's a, um, no, it's 58. Uh, they, they filed the patent in 58. 55? Okay. It was 58 when they filed the patent in the bottom. Cause right before you put a mar uh, product on the market, you have to put the patent you have to apply for the patent. Well, they put it out in 55. So no, they, no, okay. that is when project Manchuria was signed mm -hmm. and okayed and blessed off on in 58, they applied for the patent. So in the bottom, the last on the last page in the sub second sub paragraph under the signature block, there's tiny little written words. And it says that it was blessed off and okayed by uh, project leads under project Manchuria. And I was like project Manchuria. And then you start linking the, you know, you start taking the lines from there. You can draw lines all over the place from Manchuria. Manchuria started so much different shit. Our night vision optical sites came from Project Manchuria. That's how we learned about night vision, how we learned how we could, uh, because one of these fucking deuced out like acid motherfuckers who had so much in his body, his eyeball and his retina was so fucking big, they could examine it with like 
with without even a microscope and they could see shit they could see his brain and they were like holy shit if we learned how to reflect light a different way we could come up with an optical tube that you could actually enhance the light at night oh shit and that's how we got night vision because some doctor was staring at this fucking cracked out fucking motherfucker who had done way too many hits of ass and was sitting in the corner just shaking and he's like wow i didn't realize the eyeball could do that and that's how we got the fucking night vision too that all of this shit comes back to Manchuria and that was all connected. And you brought up the point about TV and starting the youngest generation. How better to do it than make an affordable device that your kids are going to sit in front of every night when, you know, before dinner, after dinner on Saturday nights with the family, how better to do it because we're not reaching enough people through movies. So how else do you do it? Well, we put a movie theater in every single person person's home and there's your next link of control. Oh, but so it, for for clarification, tornado for, down the road. For clarification purposes, the it's the color TV that got patented in '58. Okay, well, I knew it was one of them. Yeah, yeah, right. it was all black and all black and white prior to 1958. The color TV got patented in 1958. That's I, there is a, a correlating theory that goes with uh color spectrum and programming yeah well it's it, well it's hypnotiz hypnot hypnotization and uh the ability of in trance-like states to shape people's thoughts and direct people uh give direction to people something like that i, I don't remember exactly all of it well and you know something else um they didn't just do it with tv they also did it with actual physical trauma. We have uh, Lady Courtney Epps coming on next week and her, she's from a family of Freemasons um, and basically her dad and her grandpa raped her repeatedly and their friends from the time she was young, uh, her siblings as well. She got out, they didn't, but she, she'll, she, she'll flat out tell you, they, their goal was to MK ultra them and have this level of control and they, they break them at a young age through sexual trauma and it's, it's horrific. Um, but then they have ultimate control over these kids and they can mold them however they want and turn them into whatever they want. Well, think about this. And this is the thing that always blows my mind, right? There's a lot of people that you, you see it every day. You just don't realize you see it. How do you feel when you see a fire truck come up in your rearview mirror or you see blue and white flashing lights all of a sudden in your rearview mirror? You normally go through fucking two physical emotions. Shit, run! And you don't, but you want to because that's the feeling you get. You get very anxious. You see red lights. You get anxious. What happened? Ooh, what's going on? Uh, when you see a wreck on the road and everybody's slowing down to see what the fuck happened. Or you turn into your neighborhood and there's an ambulance on the road in front of you. Yeah. I, you always get that feeling of instant dread and this you see every day. They have pre-programmed us to see that red is bad. Red lights are bad. Blue lights are bad. Um, for instance, it's gotten so bad when you look at, uh, was it uh, Chicago? Chicago made it a rule, actually a law. It's a law in Chicago now that all the fire trucks and all the police cars have to have a different color light in their light bar setter setup. 
and it's made it all the way across the country. It started in Chicago. If you look at every single Chicago fire truck, they have a green strobe somewhere on the fire truck. It's not just all red and white. There's a green strobe. Why? Because that breaks the pattern that we've become so used to. Uh, on the cop cars, they're not all blue lights. They'll have like one red light. Sometimes it's solid. Sometimes it flashes. But it's because these are things that we've been programmed to react to. Um, it, it's ridiculous. I know it sounds ridiculous, but when you have seen it, think about, think about the commercials you can remember. Like remember demolition, man, you remember in demolition, man, they said that the radio had become fucking, uh, the 32nd soundbite commercials from the nineties and the eighties and demolition, man, that's what they played the Oscar Mayer, Oscar Mayer Wiener song. Yep. But that's how that's where our brains operate at the highest rate. If you ever look at the human brain right now, because we only use like 5% of our brain anyway, um, our brains operate at that high cyclic, very quick 30 seconds and you're done. Boom. If you don't have my attention in 30 seconds, that's it. It's over. I'm walking away from the conversation because I can't keep up. It's, it's the way our brains operate. Um, anybody can see that you can see that all over the place. It is, it's fucking horrible, but that's what it is. It's all been pre-programmed to us though. It is all the shit that they started when we were kids. I mean, shit. When I was a kid, I grew up, I had army toys. I was fucking playing in the woods. I was shooting bottle rockets at my buddies. We were used to beating the shit out of each other. Like literally just taking two by fours to each other and fucking going ape shit on each other. Um, but nobody died. You beat the fuck out of each other, but nobody died. You walk away and yeah. Okay. So one of you's a little worse off than the other, but you all walk away. You shake hands. That's it. It's over. Peace. Done. Nobody pulled out a gun and shot each other. Where the fuck that shit come from? TV, video games, movies, you name it. The way that we have impassioned our lives to basically a mountain equal nothing. Uh, we've taken human life and made it the other way. I, I always say to other people that it's not that way in America. When I, I go to a third world country and think about the loss of life that they just had in a bombing that killed thousands of people. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, man, these savages don't give a shit about life. Then I come at home and in one weekend, I watch 400 fucking people get shot in fucking Chicago. How are we any better? We're not any better. Well, and if you, <clears throat> it's the same it's the same shit. It's the same destabilization of a community. It's the same degradation of family. It's the same degradation of quality of life. It's the same like treating people who like there's there's fucking poor communities in the city and it doesn't matter what fucking color they are. It's just they're subhuman. There's neighborhoods where, you know, decent people would never go because human beings don't live there. It's yeah. been like that for, you know, but that's grown and grown and grown and grown. And now Los Angeles is a homeless camp. Now there's an app that tracks where the human poop is over San Francisco. You know, now you can't like it's every it's everywhere. And so, I mean, it's Holy shit. South Park keeps getting it right. Those fucking high bastards. They keep getting it right. Do you remember the app that Cartman came up with to track the hippies? 
in the hippie episode when the hippies moved to South Park and they wouldn't leave and they were like a cancer and they just kept breeding and going out of control. <clears throat> South Park's right again. Holy fucking shit. I can't believe they threw it. A, they threw a jam band festival and then there was a drum circle that broke out. They got them to go to California by telling them that California was super cool to the homeless. Threw them on buses. This is actually something that Denver would do to there. This is based off of reality. Denver would go through and like you sweep a homeless camp and throw everyone on a Greyhound, get them a couple of states away. Let, let it be San Diego's problem. Yeah, I, I, That's not the first time. I mean, I saw that happen in New York. New York, we used to take in Pennsylvania. So it was all the same. It was like, hey, just go to Pennsylvania or New Jersey. That was our favorite place to sign up. Yeah. Go to Jersey. Yeah. The, the water's greener over there. You mean the Simpsons? Right. No, no, it wasn't the no, Simpsons. No, that was the South Park. It was, it was South Park. Park. Okay. Cartman fucking came up with a fucking app. app on his phone that he could track the homeless because they the vagrants – and they they had moved, and then at like halfway through the end of the episode, he starts speaking like Hitler. He's standing in front of the the thing. He's like, "I'm dying." It's fucking hysterical. I was laughing my balls off. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, that, and that's, uh, and you know that three quarters of the homeless are vets. That's more disgusting. That's a number that's even more disgusting. And but they want to keep it that way. I mean, I've heard a couple different ways. I've heard a couple different things about the veteran homeless. Some of them want to be that way. Okay. More power to you. I mean, again, it brings me back to that initial argument from Jack Reacher. You know, who's really free? Who's really free from worrying about debt, worrying about, you know, paying the bills, worrying about where the kids are going to school, worrying about fucking their job, worrying about whatever. And Putting how many people car, would do it? Table. If if you could go back and do it all over again, how many people would do it differently? Because I got to tell you, if that were the case, I don't know. That would be a tough one for me because, yeah, that's the tr that's the truest form of being free. They don't pay taxes. They don't give a shit about that. They don't care about a mailing address. They don't give a fuck about that. I mean, holy shit. That's uh, you want to buy a bunch of land in Montana and buy a, get a tiny house and move out there. I wouldn't mind that. Actually, that would be a lot of fun. Actually, I have a friend in Oregon who's trying to sell her tiny house right now. Uh, no, she can keep that shit. Yeah, no, we're we're good. No, no on Oregon. Didn't she? Didn't you see Amber Heard? Well, no, like, I mean, the thing about a tiny house is you can move them. Yeah, do, doing a bump of coke on the stand during the the depth trial. I didn't even see I got, that. Something I got like a thing like she's got her she's got like her napkin and she's holding it like this and she's on the stand, mind you. She's not like sitting out in the crowd. Everybody in the courtroom's watching her, and you see her. And she like fucking does a bump of coke on the fucking stand. I'm like, holy shit. So yeah. I was one of the one of the first people to post that to Twitter. And I ended up getting like over a quarter million likes on it. That shit got so some ridiculous amount of millions of views. But because it's my account, I only gained like a thousand subscribers. Out of the, I think, 14 grand that subscribed over the course of that really weird, like, day and a half period where something that I, no matter, dude, thousands of hours of content, you know, 380 some episodes on Slow Tuesday. We've been doing the morning show pretty much for like a version of it for seven or so months. It, it, the thing 
that goes viral on Twitter is me finding a video of Amber Heard doing blow in a courtroom. Yep. That was hysterical. I was I laughing. My, I just, I'm thinking about it being just, I, I can't get my head wrapped around the fact that it's a fucking courtroom. Bro, I watched that thing three dozen times before I was like, no, I really am seeing exactly what I, I thought I saw the first time. I had to stop and watch it like eight times before I was like, all right, yeah, this, this, this chick's doing, that's gotta be, she like did a straight up. That was a pretty good hit too. I was like, damn, that ain't small. She fucking stuffed that shit up her nose. He, she packed that shit. Like it was a fucking chalk eraser from fucking you Walmart. Could, you it saw out. the drip hit. Yeah. And she's like, after that, that's like, what did it for me. When you saw the drip hit and her eyeballs went like that involuntarily and she couldn't help it. And then there was the, yeah. The double swipe. You yep. know, and, uh, yeah. she kept doing and this. Like, she's like, like her nose. Yeah, I always inhale and double swipe when I blow. She looked nose. just like Zelensky. Oh, it's hysterical. That shit fucking heavy. He does that shit all the time. He's up on stage. Yep. I'm actually trying to find it. Oh, there it is, right here. This is it, right here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I i can't i can't figure out how to play this on the hold on let me blow up my screen so y'all can see this i apologize i just i can't fucking figure out this part of i'm not as good as justin is here hang on i got you I mean that shit is watch watch she is fucking bad it, it's like wow doing this in a courtroom and just a bump no one will notice because I'm dressed like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, oh I, 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 I saw, I'm just letting you know, it's made its way over here now. I mean, people on the East coast are going fucking holy shit. And uh, I just like, I was like, when I saw that, I was like, no way she is not. And then I stopped it and I'm, I'm like watching her do the whole, I'm like, Whoa, no, nah, no. Nah. The only time I ever do that is right after I've done at least a half gram right there and fucking Yo, a good line. I have done some shit in my day, like some bold shit, shit that, you know, I thought was bold at any rate, but like a bump on the stand. Yeah, that that's that that's right. like that's like I'll right back. That's fucking balls of fucking brass right there. I mean, that doesn't you don't get that's a that that's a fucking badass. What? Give me another one. A beer? No. Um. Well, yeah. Give me a beer. That'll work. You just you don't do that shit. It, I'm, I'm like, eh. That's not no. I, I that was fucking. I was like, wow. There's no way. But then when I I saw her, the thing that really caught my eye is I I went and looked it up on the video or on the replay or whatever, on on the news, and uh, then I. Fast forward to when she was coming off the stand. Did you see her when she came off the stand? What she did with that napkin? No, oh, that napkin was cupped in her hand. And then as soon as she got back to her seat, she opened her purse and she gently placed it back in her purse and closed it up. And I was like, yeah, because you got the rest of your Coke up in that motherfucker. You got your little bottle up in that bitch. You just. Well, and people are like, oh, she snuck a bullet in there. Who would just pour cocaine in a napkin? And I'm like, who wouldn't if yeah, that's how you been. were going to do it? Have you not been a degenerate before in your life? 
Apparently not. Some people still claim to be angels. I have never, ever claimed to be an angel. I am not an angel. Some guy that shoots dudes in the dick is not an angel. I'm the last person I would consider an angel. But either way, no, you're absolutely right, though. That was I didn't know that was your video. That's funny as shit. Yeah, they added cocaine to it, too, the uh, Eric Clapton song. So That's it so seemed funny. funny. I, I was one of, like, three or four people that, that, like, posted it right in about the same couple of minute period. Um, I kind of wish... I kind of wish they did white lines. Oh. You remember that tune from the 80s? <laughs> white lines running through my mind. Oh, man. Oh, that man. would have been. You fun. know what? I, I also, uh, I also would have accepted uh, the verse from cover of a Rolling Stone where he talks about his lady, Cocaine Katie. Oh, yeah. 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 That. That would have been okay as well. That would have been yeah. a good one as well. For a little comedic value. But I mean, this is like, again, I think that that was, they tried to make that more than it was. And I don't think a whole lot of people paid attention to it, which I think pissed off um, the deep state, hence the shootings, hence all of the sudden killings, because now we've got a 24 hour news source running back to back coverage, wall to wall coverage on the shooting in Uvalde and Buffalo and fucking a now where are we at this week we're in arizona somewhere because uh some dude tried to stab a doctor or stabbed a nurse trying to get to a doctor or some shit uh, at a, a medical facility in arizona i heard about uh when i was on my way home today so i it, it it's weird that all of all of the sudden like hadn't had anything really happen not too too bad you know okay Fuck, even the liberals now just accept, look, Chicago's going to be Chicago. Even fucking Lori Lightfoot saying it. That's fucking monster wildebeest looking fucking bean. Uh, she's even saying it. Uh, Chicago, Chicago. You're going to have gang violence in Chicago. Uh, okay. Um, that's if that's the way you feel about your people and you don't give a shit about security. Well, you obviously don't give a shit about security because you defunded your police force. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, this is a great one. Do you know that right now in Michigan, um, their uh, sex crimes task force in Michigan can no longer take any, any more cases. Why not? They've lost so many police officers due to the crackdowns by Whitmer that uh, they are, have maxed out. They can't, investigate anything more they don't have enough cops they don't have enough people to investigate anything sex crimes wise so detroit or that's michigan all of State? michigan all of michigan oh wow so uh i guess if you're looking to i guess rape somebody or i don't know even like low-grade bus titty grabbing yeah, yeah or fucking maybe you want to fuck sheep. If you've got any of those urges, Michigan apparently isn't investigating those anymore. So yeah, if you just you know want to walk go. up to a random dude at a bar, grab his hog, look him deep into his eye, say, I'm doing this. This is happening. You can do that in Michigan. You can. Well, you can. We, used to, we used to do that in Panama, but for a completely different mm. reason. And it was never, you never thought it was a dude until you grabbed the... The wedding tackle. And then you're like, right. whoa, I'm sorry about that, sir. And you said that very loud so all the other gringos in the bar could hear you. Because I tell you what, that little fucking hooker didn't spend much time in there And after that. Because everybody knew that that was a dude. Yeah, somebody had I think a there's a lot of bars in Panama. Right? You're transphobic. I'm horribly transphobic. You're never going to get elected that way. Well, sorry for you. I know. I don't care. 
Okay. I, I don't give a shit. I don't fucking care. Mm. Texas Patriot, I'm with you. I don't like Coke either. I don't like the soda or the powder. It doesn't work for me either way. So I, I don't know. I always enjoyed it. Yeah, because you grew up in the I grew up in the nineties. It was there. You did it. At some point you stopped doing it. I've seen people in their forties who do cocaine all the time. I don't mm-hmm. I've outgrown it. Yeah. I outgrew it. I'm not gonna bullshit you. I outgrew it, but when I did it, I thought it was awesome. It, I, it made me feel like my brain was gonna explode. I'm I'm good like that. I never really got into the, the happen, stimulants but. all that much. They weren't really my thing. But um, in order to do what someone who is, you know, naturally by by birth on my grandfather's side, 25% scumbag, in order to do that, it was just sort of a, it was in the, the toolkit. Hey. Well, yeah. I know you got to run because you got to go pick up your co-host. So, uh and we actually have to pack because we leave for vacation tomorrow. And we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, That's so awesome. You guys have fun, man. Yeah, we're just gonna. We're actually we we just rented an Airbnb in Orlando with some friends or in Winter Park with some friends. We're not going to any of the parks. We were gonna go to Universal, but even with a military discount, which is fifty percent off, it's still two hundred dollars per person per day. And I was like, no, we're gonna sit by the pool and day drink until it's time to night drink. Um, and then night drink, and then yeah, and do some more drinking. Pretty, well, pretty much. you're professionals and you know that you can't be drunk all day if you don't start early. Exactly. That's Actually, exactly I, right. uh, I fight bears, so I am a, a belted master in Jaekwondo. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's, it's, it's a uh, whole separate yeah. story. Yes. Bear, bear fighting. We fight bears. Yep. So, uh, well, don't, don't even ask it. Yeah. You don't want to know. Insane. So enjoy your, uh, however, um, again, uh, if, if you don't have plans for the 4th of July, Steve, and you want to come down to the border and, uh, play some music and, and frequencies at the border with us for border wallapalooza. Yeah. Cause on, uh, July, July 1st 4th, or 4th, on July 4th, uh, well, July 3rd right now, we're tentatively trying to hook it up, but we're going to go to, uh, we're going to set up the, um, a big kind of round table with all the podcasters that we get there. And yep. uh, we're going to have enough equipment, should have enough equipment to broadcast um, pretty seamlessly from there. And uh, we're going to do just a giant round table of a bunch of podcasters sitting around bullshit. And so if you want to come watch it live, we're going to have enough speakers. I'm pretty sure right now you'd be able to hear it out in the crowd. And if you just want to fucking hang out and just listen to some crazy ass shit and enjoy, enjoy yourself. Um, Come on down. I'm telling you, we're going to, we're going to have a good time. It's going to be a blast. Oh yeah. That sounds awesome. It does. And I'll have to, well, I might be going to collect my children. Uh, right well, that is obviously more important. Yeah. That is um, obviously. More if, if I can get them to come to me and I can swing the, the $8 billion in gas. <laughs> well, Actually, we're driving from Georgia to Arizona so yeah. we we feel that pain, um, yeah. and then we're renting yeah, an RV when we get there. Not that bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, you guys. You rock. It's been a lot of fun. This is a blast. So again, tell everybody where they can listen to your podcast at, uh, catch your show, or where whatever Shows, you're doing. Yeah. So for sure, yeah. The uh, AM wake up the morning show that's Monday through Friday, seven AM to ten AM on the West Coast, ten AM to one PM on the East Coast. Uh, you can find it on Rockfin.com slash am wake up or slow news day uh i do slow news days on sundays 
um, more more like long form interview or deep divey than the morning show that moves pretty quick. Uh, all of the content is available for free for download at videos.slownewsdayshow.com. It's a value for value show. There's no advertisers, sponsors, no ad breaks or ad reads, none of that stuff. If you dig what you see, throw some bucks at us. It helps us keep doing the damn thing. Um, yeah, and thank you guys again. Yeah, not a problem. A Enjoy the heck out of your vacation. Travel safe. Thanks. We shall. We shall try, sir. Enjoy yourself and uh, be safe going to get your co-host, and uh, we'll talk to you later. We'll definitely be bringing you back on. Yeehaw. All right, take care, guys. Fun times. We'll talk to you later. Bye. So, yeah, that was uh, – Steve? Steve from Slow News Day yep. uh, and the morning wake up, apparently. And uh, yep. that's a hell of a schedule. 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. Fuck. Every Monday to Friday. Shit. I guess I get up now at 430. But, wow, it's still fucking early. And, you know, we were talking before about programming and how TV's program do. It's really easy to break that programming now. Now the animals have trained me. So I and the TV in our bedroom doesn't work like we don't have a picture. We still hear it, but we we can't see it. Um, and I haven't really bothered to fix it. Like I called Xfinity and they're such a fucking pain in the ass. And they're like, oh, we'll send a signal. Did that work? No, it didn't work. Well, we can send out a technician in the next blah, blah, blah. They actually wanted to come while we were on vacation. And I was like, that doesn't work. We're on vacation. So, um, well, did you change the, the cables? Yes, we changed the HDMI cable. Well, did you unplug it and plug it back in? Yes, you fucked hard in Pakistan. I unplugged it and plugged it back in. Um, it didn't work. But you know what? I'm like, you know, at this point, fuck it. I'm actually okay with us not really having a TV in our room. I get up at six o'clock. I go out. I let the chickens out. Um, come back in, feed the dogs, take them on their walk, feed the chickens, do some gardening, do some dishes, laundry, whatever, you know, like the day rolls on and by the time I know it, he's getting home or my alarm's going off at 2.45 saying, hey, it's time to go start setting up the show. And I haven't watched TV all day. It's great. Yeah. So you start your day without TV. It's so much easier not to watch it all day. So just saying. I know you like to watch your news in the morning. I have to. I really hate it when you leave the Today Show on, though. So It's on you. You got to get up and change it. Either way, not um, even in there anymore. I don't think I don't know if I set this up. I don't think I did. So okay, I'm gonna go set it up. Okay, quick. probably so talky. Well, that's good. Um, so uh, timeline because we know this shit's gonna hit the fan, and I heard a lot of people in here saying that um, you know, like they feel it's coming. Whatever's coming is coming faster. Um, you feel that? Yeah. You feel that energy? Like it's it's. It's building steam. It it really is. It's building and building, and we're we're at the precipice, and um, that that fall is going to be hard. So, uh, what do we do? Grow your own food, freedom gardening. Bend over, kiss your own ass, and pray to God it works. Six 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 on Monday. What's six 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 on Monday? It's the date. Six six six. Huh. Okay. Where's the third six? Hmm? It's June 6th. That's only two sixes. That's a good point. No, it's just six, six, 20. Oh, 
two plus oh, two, two plus, plus two, <sighs> which equals six. Fucking A. Fucking, I, I knew it was 666. I just didn't remember where the 666 was. That the sucks. third sixth was. Yeah. Yeah. But it is 666 on Monday. So. Hmm. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. That'll be interesting. We'll be drunk. It'll be demonic. Yeah. We'll be drunk, like sitting next to a lazy river. And I'll be armed. So hoping, it'll all be good. Hoping that we notice if Ain't our kids. Drown or not. Drown or not. <laughs> it's all good. I hope we get something positive too, Texas Patriot. And I'm tired of all the negative shit going on, which is part of the reason why we're taking this vacation because. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. Because every once in a while, you just need to completely detach. Like I'm, I'm, my goal for the four or five days that we're away is to not listen to podcasts, not watch the news, not, not do any of that, which I kind of, I washed one of my earbuds accidentally. So, um, it kind of still works, but it kind of doesn't. So that makes it easier not to listen to podcasts because, you know, well, I'm, I'm definitely do doing the, um, I have, other commitments that I've already said that I would do. So unfortunately I still have to be involved a little bit. We've had this vacation plan for months. There you have it. Yeah, we have. You've had this vacation. Plan. Yeah. We all sat around at the dinner no. table and talked about it like two months ago. Yeah. We talked about it. Mm -hmm. Nothing. And then we booked stone. Airbnb. We set the date that time. I don't give a shit. Obviously. I wasn't, uh, I was not paying attention to all parts of the conversation. Mm -hmm. Therefore, no, you shut your ears off. Doesn't mean you weren't privy. It means you stopped listening. Well, it's still, it's a form of not being privy to it, is it not? I didn't say I self-imprivied oh. it. I just said that it just wasn't privy. Okay. Anyway. Um, so what, you're going on Justin's show at some point? Yeah, we got, we're planning to do some things this week. So just be, pay attention, folks. Be prepared. Okay. So you might see Mick on Cannabis in Combat. We're going to try a couple of new things out. Uh, we're trying to work out how we're going to do our, um, our, uh, how it's going to work after we make our announcement. So secret space program. Check, stuff. Out, Check out Halo, Halo on, on Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. I will. Halo, like the video game Halo? I think it's a new series. About the video game. Mm, no. Yeah, I think it's about the video game because that's exactly how you spell it in video game. Is that the same shit, Texas Patriot? Is it based off the video game or is it something separate? Either way, I'm up for watching it because I'm not watching the news for the next four days. So I'm going to, you know, get drunk and binge watch stupid, stupid TV. Yeah, there you go. On my tablet. So either way. Next to the pool. Uh, Y'all enjoy your uh, upcoming week. Uh, we will return Friday, Friday yep. at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yep. And uh, we'll be obviously back Saturday for our normal True Spiracy. Yep. Yeah, it's a new show. Okay. Well, cool. We'll double okay. take a look at it. Yeah. Um, and then next week, um, like I said, I think we're going to have Courtney on Saturday. On Saturday. Yep. Yep. We were going to have her on uh, back in March, but she's an accountant during the day. So uh, that was a little rough with uh, tax season right then. So. Not that we cared because I filed an extension. It's good till October when I'll file another extension, which is good till next year. And then we just keep filing extension <laughs> after extension. My uh, mother taught me well. One of the uh, other things that has come to light is uh, there might be a, what's the name of it? I might be going on. Mm. Uh, uh, DEFCON 5, which yeah. is a new store, a new show on um, 
American Media Periscope. So Mike's going to do a guest spot on there. And if that works out, he, he might, if they like him and he doesn't cuss too much. Um, at all. At all. I can't. He, he might end up being a, uh, a, a regular permanent co-host on that because it was supposed to be some lieutenant dude, but somehow I guess he couldn't, he couldn't keep his mouth shut. So, or he couldn't not cuss. I don't know why he got fired, but he got fired. So they, they might bring Mick in to replace him. That would be interesting. So, so if you, if you know about Tony, the shark baloney, hello from Brooklyn, New York. Well, hello, Brooklyn. how is, how is the people's Republic of New York doing tonight? Seriously. I'm a Queens girl. I was in the Bronx. Yeah. So, you know, Brooklyn's right around the corner. Sorry, guys. I'm a conservative. No, I'm, I'm not not worried about that. Not I'm just wondering what it's like living in the People's Republic of New York. Yeah. I mean, it's the, I'm have, sorry. We the had Democratic, the Democratic People's Republic of New York. But they mostly left New York. We have one or two friends still up there, yeah. but they've mostly left. So I still have an uncle somewhere in Queens. Um, Ozone Park. Shit. I, uh, two of my best friends still live in New York. So, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that's uh, shitty, but it's good. Good. You're here, sir. Welcome. Uh, yeah. very much. Welcome. 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 And, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm not worried because you wouldn't be here if you were a liberal. I'm almost positive. I don't know. That. Someone popped in earlier and we generally ignored him and he made some douchebag comment. Everyone ignored him and then he left. So you entirely missed it. The crime is in New York City so bad that he come to New York to see a statue of Liberty with both hands up. <laughs> That's sad. Oh, oh shit. Wow. Oh shit. That's fucking horrible. That's really funny though, dude. Uh, all right. You got me on that one. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, somebody did. Somebody that did. was a long time ago. It was, it was like an hour ago. Was it? Yeah. You, you missed it. Was it like Uber douchebag or was it like, I don't know some whatever. So it really doesn't matter. Then? Yeah. No, it really doesn't. I mean, so it was pretty early on then. Yeah. Seriously, you get so upset about these. No, things. I don't. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is you go searching for the comment. I'm just looking for the comment. That's all I want to see what he said. Uh, there you go. IPA lot. Okay. Is this real patriotism or bootlicking police worship patriotism? Bootlicking police worship patriotism. Wow. Which oh. and, and he spelled uh, uh, partyatism. Yeah. Yeah. That's not really yeah. patriotism, bud. Uh, yeah. So anyway. I'm liberal as fuck. Yeah, okay, I don't think so. I, right, I don't yeah. think so. Uh, either oh, way. All right. So uh, we'll be back next Friday, um, 6 p.m. Stay tuned. Tony, I hope you get to pop in then. And then we'll be back again uh, next Saturday for True Spiracy. Again, we are on vacation. So excited. We all we all need a break. So, um, you know, I, I encourage y'all. <laughs> Oh my God, that's fucking hysterical. Uh, you guys know the Babylon Bee. Here's my Babylon Bee he headline. Ocasio Cortez, Cortez wants electric eels to go solar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's hysterical. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah, yeah, I know. I got to censor my language. I know. I got to start working on it. Not cussing so much. Fuck. I'm so screwed. This is the man who, when he was working... In the general's office. In no, the, I, I was working for a Fulberg colonel in, in the, the Pentagon. Pentagon. And uh, the colonel called me into his office and he goes, uh, hey, Sergeant, I, I need to talk to you real quick. And I was like, okay, sir, what's up? And he goes, uh, do you know in the last sentence you used the word fuck 26 times? I said, really, just that fucking much? 
And he said, yeah, well, there's kind of an issue. This is like a professional environment. And I looked at him and I said, yeah, okay. And your point, uh, what, what we're all wearing diapers down here. What are we, a bunch of fucking kids? I was like, um, for real, this is not, you know, I, I don't give a fuck. I'm not here for people's feelings, sir. I'm here to get a job done. And if they're offended by it, I feel bad for them, but Hey, welcome to the real world. The real wo world is a fucking sunshine and rainbows. It is now. And he was, he was like, good point. And, uh, nobody ever said another word to me about it ever again. So I was like, pussies. And if we all just stood up and said, fuck all the time, then maybe we wouldn't be in the situation we're in right now. Bunch of sensitive little bitches. Exactly. All time. Seriously. All right. Um, my dad was <laughs> in the air force and shit in a bucket and put it in the CEO's vent. That's fantastic. That Excellent. sounds like some Amber Heard shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you mean Amber Turd? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you know that they called her the defense? Uh, the Johnny's fucking Attorney. his attorneys called her Amber Turd three, three times. times in court in front of the judge and everybody let it go. It three was times. Fucking Amber Turd. Fucking A. They were they they had reporters accidentally calling her Amber Turd during <laughs> interviews. Amber Turd. I, I mean, heard it's like, what? At that point, you just roll with it and pray that she doesn't catch the slip up. Holy right? shit. I was like, oh, wow, those are my people right there. Those are awesome. my fucking people right Yep. There. And what was the joke that our son uh, told? Oh, because he, he started our 15-year-old. Of course, we have not talked about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial at all. And for damn good reason. Because we don't fucking care. And it's just a stupid distraction. So uh, at dinner tonight, our son turns to him and he was like, did you hear about the uh, the decision, the of, the decision Johnny of Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial? And, and this one's like, uh, yeah, that was like three days ago. Why the fuck do I care? Why does it make any difference in my life whatsoever? And he came back with. He's like, well, it's only, you know, the first time a guy ever won an argument against a girl. <laughs> and I was like, all right, that's funny. I'll give you that one, you little shit. That was a good one. First time a guy's ever won an argument against a lady. Yep. Against a woman. Can't call her a lady. She literally shit the bed. She shit. She like and she wasn't even drunk. It's one thing if you get really drunk and you like piss and shit the bed, because do you do you remember that Dane Cook bit? Uh, back in the day, he did that whole bit about like uh, I always do the joke with the the, the coats. Like he, you know, it's when mm -hmm. you go to a party and like they take your coat and they put it in a room or they go, yeah, hey, go in that first bedroom right there and just throw it on the bed. And you walk in there, you go in there and you fucking drop trowel and take a dump on the coats. And then you, you know, clean up, you walk out and you walk out and you, you do it very subtly at first. You just kind of stick your head in the conversation. You go, somebody's shit on the coats. And then you back out. And then you're out of the conversation. You're kind of floating around the room. And then you get back into the, the conversation. You stick your head back in. You go, somebody has shit on the coats. Then back out. Disappear. And then you come in that last time. You go, somebody has shit all over the coats. And then you back out. You're again. And then they go, somebody else goes in there and figures out that you're telling the truth. And then somebody else comes running out and goes, somebody shit on the coats. It's all about shitting on coats. That's what Amber Heard was trying to do. She just didn't stack up Johnny's coats underneath. Oh, good God. Tony said, I used to curse so much in school. My report card grades were an F, a U, a C, and a K. 
See, I think in New York, they actually deliberately set the grading system like that on purpose. Yeah, because they can replace the F with an S. They can replace, you yeah. know, all, yeah. that can be used in somebody, you know, C-U-C-K, you know, now you're a cuck, you know, it's just, I'm, I mean, it's just the way you get fucked up there. No, and that's, either. you know, that's why 90% of the country never understood Trump. All they had to do was live for a year in New York and they would totally get it. Really? Then they wouldn't be so upset about the mean tweets because honestly, they weren't that mean. They really weren't. They really weren't that mean. I've totally, I've written worse. I went to Catholic school and married my high school sweetheart, Sister Margaret. (laughs) (laughs) Tony, if you keep going down this road, you might go to jail, dude. (laughs) Or we might bring you on the show. (laughs) (laughs) I went to Catholic school too. I didn't marry my, there's no way she was ever a fucking nun. I was named not yeah, nominated I was by his Dick. high school sweetheart, and I was definitely not a nun. I was nominated by Jake Cheney for the Naval Academy, but Jackson, <laughs> dude's eye socket. Um, There's no wrong hole in the Navy. Hey, How'd hey, you real get quick, up for that. Hey, real quick. Uh, when you got nominated, did you get like shot in the face, or is is that just lawyers? I'm just wondering. Shot with what in the face? A shotgun. Remember, he shot the lawyer in the I face. I know you didn't get it. I know I did get it. <laughs> I read a poem from my little niece that goes, "Hey, diddle, diddle, the cat, the fiddle, the cow jumped over the moon." I thought to myself, "How high was the guy that wrote this poem?" <laughs> no shit, right? Did we get fucking Tony, uh, Tony the Shark Maloney, or do, did we get like fucking? Is this Andrew Dice Clay? Or are we about to get like a good five minutes of fucking nothing but nursery rhymes that went wrong? Oh, Texas Patriot was going to the Marines. Uh, All right, well. You know, I'm really waiting for. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Little Miss Muffet sat in a tuffet, eating her curds away. When along came a spider, sat down beside her and said, Hey, bitch, what's in the bowl? Oh, either way. No. 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 Okay. <laughs> well, either way, for the mic. And V Lynn. We will talk to you savages later. Y'all have a good night. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks for listening.
So tell me, how many times have you thought that, you know, you wanted to make clothes or buy clothes that you wanted to feel good about wearing? You know, it's really disturbing these days going shopping because there's constantly in the back of my head, is is this company, you know, contributing to the deep state? Is this one supporting the evil in our world? I don't know who to buy from anymore. So we went ahead because we told you a long time ago that we were going to bring only companies that we thought were patriot oriented, believe the same thing we believed, push the same values that we push. And uh, we found uh, we found a bunch. And one of the ones, our first ever sponsor was Cultural Life 1972. Cultural Life 1972 supports the culture of life, not a culture of death, folks. So uh, they are completely, um, they're against abortion and, uh, they believe in the movement to get rid of abortion and, uh, Roe v. Wade and everything else so that we can go back to a, a culture of life, their money, uh, 30%, 33% of their profits go directly to the culture of life. And they support, um, anti-abortion foundations that have been doing this for a hot minute since 1972. And the reason that it is 1972 is because why? Because Roe v. Wade was uh, put into law in 1973, which was when the culture of death in America started. So we're, we changed from a culture of life to a culture of death. So if you go to col1972.com, you can also sign up for her email list and you can get the naughty nice list. So uh, she'll send you a list of the companies that support the evil deep state and the ones that fight against it. And that's a, a pretty important list to have these days. And, and Carla, she's a great friend of the show. She's been helping us out from the get go. Uh, we told her that we would support her here because I agree with what she's doing. I believe in what she's doing. Furthermore, not only do I believe in it, but uh, we've gone as far as to buy a couple products ourselves. And uh, it's actually amazing quality. I wore the t-shirt yesterday. It's so soft and comfy. You know, sometimes you put on a t-shirt and you're like, okay, I, this might last for, you know, five or six wearings. This, this, this is going to last. I mean, this is good quality. It's made in America. Um, it ships to you and, uh, you don't have to worry about it sitting off the coast of somewhere in a ship coming from China. It's actually made here in America. So that's, uh, that's another really important thing these days. So folks, again, culturealife1972.com use promo code Patriot party, and that will save you up to 10% off your order. All right. Thank you.